This is a Triple J podcast. D, I have got something to play for you. Yes. A little guessing game, if you will. I want you to hear this and tell me where is it from. You, uh, you don't want to go for a ride, do you? We could get out of the palace, see the world. Is it safe? Sure. Do you trust me? What? Do you trust me? Oh, my God. You had me at do you trust me? Do you want to see the world? <laughs> no, you had me at do you want to see the world? Do you trust me? Hello, I can Aladdin. show you the world. Yeah, I know. Aladdin, right? Do you think he's a trustworthy fellow? I think he's a full-on fuckboy. I agree. All he, he does is lie. Literally. And he's like, do you trust me? Girl, no. Aladdin is literally why I have trust issues. <laughs> like, let's just say it started from Aladdin and then continued on with the rest of the people I dated for the rest of my life. Um, no, this is like perfect that you played that because we are about to get very philosophical here on The Hookup and have a bit of a debate about trust. Yeah, we got a DM with a really interesting question. They said, hey team, I'm keen to know at what point in a relationship should we actually be trusting someone? There's some information that suggests we don't completely know a person until you've known them for three to five years, but should we really not be trusting anyone until we've known them for that long? So the question is, do you give trust straight away Mm -hmm. or does somebody need to earn it? Yeah, and that's exactly what we're going to explore in this episode. We're going to find out what do you actually owe each other in terms of trust in dating and relationships. Also, if you're somebody who struggles with trust, whether it's like a past issue or you're going through it right now in your relationship, stay tuned because we have some advice for rebuilding trust. Of course, like every week, every episode, we put it up on our Instagram at Triple J The Hookup. Go follow, absolutely, right now. Otherwise, we'll never trust you again. Um, and we asked you what you thought. And look, we had some mixed opinions. Um, quite a few people in the earned camp. We got Nat here um, saying, I don't trust anyone until they show me. I've been hurt too much to give it out freely. Yeah, and Leah as well agreeing, saying, trust light, the little asterisk, saying it should be given. Not everyone is trustworthy. I like that. Trust light. Trust light. <laughs> Not the full thing, just no, a little that's bit. that's literally my favourite quote of all time is um, trust but verify. <gasps> the Russian proverb. The Russian proverb, yeah. I love it. But you know what, Dee, though? We actually mostly got people who are all about giving trust, who are in the camp of give it away freely, take it, it's yours. <laughs> Have a listen. Yeah, I think there should be a base level of trust given to someone. It's pretty toxic when you're always suspicious and cautious around people. It's nice to look for opportunities to open up and be vulnerable. I personally think that you do have to give some level of trust when you start um, a relationship because um, you're only like handicapping yourself and potentially the relationship you're going to have by not giving some level of trust. I mean, like you can definitely express to your partner, like I've been cheated on in the past, so when you do these kinds of things, this triggers this for me or something like that. But like you need to be able to trust your partner to really move forward. Otherwise, yeah, you're really not giving it a good like chance really. Um, and yeah, forgiveness I think is earned, but I think trust should be given in a sense. I mean, I think you can't start with zero. I think if you do that, people are going to sort of pick up on that and they also put a wall up and that's not a great place to start. And I think, you know, obviously even with dating, you know, almost everyone has been hurt at some point, but I don't think making the next person pay for what the previous people's actions were is really 
you know, a good healthy place to start a new relationship? I think trust is like a 50% type of thing at the start. Like you wouldn't immediately let them straight into your life and be like, oh, hey, can you cat sit for me on the weekend? Or if they want to borrow $100, you wouldn't straight up give it to them. But like at the same time, you wouldn't go in, you know, I can't trust them at all. This is you, Pip. I'm like, who are these healthy humans? (laughs) They are you. You are full on golden retriever energy. You are like, I trust everyone from the start. Anyone you meet, you're like, here is my whole heart, my whole life. I love you. Accept everyone. I'm like, I'm a cat. Yeah. I'm the golden retriever female yeah. energy. You are definitely a cat. You are walls up. You are guarded. I'm like, I'm watching you from afar. Like, I'm obviously like, you know, I get along with people really well, but I'm like, mm, do I trust you? Like, I, no, no, no. You want to be pet. You want attention. Yeah. But like also on your terms. Like, no. On my terms. Fuck off. Whereas I'm like, no, give it to me. Anyway, uh, no, I think that's completely true. I definitely see the world in a bit of like a glass half full way. And it could be a little bit naive. I could be throwing my trust around a little bit too much. But I also don't think that this idea of like earning trust or giving it or taking it away like a transaction feels quite right. Like, I don't know. Like, I think if we were to think about this, like with numbers, right, Mm. do you see it as like a hundred and then you get like demerited from that number and it goes down and down? Like if somebody betrays you, like, I don't know. Or do you? Do we think about it as a scale of like, do you start on 0% trust in dating and relationships and then work your way up to building up to 100% trust over time? Or are you someone who starts with 100 and takes it away? I don't know. I do You're give, the 50%. I'm not giving 100. Let's just say that. Like 100 is too much, mm. I think. Um, but anyway. Enough about our opinions. Let's get an expert in here because we really want to know the actual answer. So we pose this to psychologist Marnie Lishman and here's what she had to say. I think in a perfect world, it would be lovely just to start at a a baseline, wouldn't it, (laughs) of 100% trust with that new person and then be on their merry way. And then then what you can actually start noticing is if they're a trustful person in terms of their, you know, do their words and their actions match? And that takes time, doesn't it? So in that perfect world, it would be wonderful for that relationship just to blossom from a foundation of 100% trust. But it doesn't work like that in the real world because Often we, our brain is using a lot of information from the past, from our past relationships and just from what we've heard uh, from our friends and family and what they've gone through in relationships and, you know, movies and TV shows we've watched. So our brain's bringing all that into it. So I think in a lot of cases we're not trusting people from the start depending on, yeah, what our brain has filtered through. And, uh, yeah, that person actually has to build trust over time in terms of their, yeah, what their behaviours are. Yeah, like if you've had your trust broken before or maybe you've had really bad experiences with someone you've dated in the past who's hurt you, betrayed you, like that doesn't just go away. It's something that can just like come out subconsciously or even consciously in your new relationships and in dating and it's like the fight or flight mode. Like that's pretty much you just trying to survive. Your brain's role is to protect you at the end of the day and it will, yeah, hold on to all those pieces of information to protect you. Honestly, there is a lot to unpack in that and we are going to go deeper into it a bit later in this episode because, yes, we agree. If you are holding on to some hurt, it is really tough to let that go and not let it dictate all your future relationships. So if this is you, stay tuned. We've got some advice to overcome and rebuild trust. But let's go back to that OG DM that we got. So they mentioned there's some information that suggests we don't completely know a person until you've known them for three to five years. I mean, that sounds correct, but I also feel like I could get 
I feel like I could get to know somebody sooner depending on how obsessed I am with them, how much time I spend with them, how invested I am with them. I don't know. So many factors. Yeah. I might first of all get me to the three years before I give you some (laughs) feedback about whether or not I know someone fully. You're like lucky to last more than a year. Oh, honestly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we asked Marnie this and she said that it probably shouldn't take you that long to figure someone out. I'm not sure about that one. I really don't think it really takes that long. Um, So I think everyone's different. And I think if it is taking that long, then that's a bit problematic, isn't it? because you don't want to be kind of erring on the side of caution psychologically for that many years with someone. You want to be able to notice that they're trustworthy in terms of are their words and their actions actually aligned a lot quicker than that. So, yeah, um, I think that's that's quite a long time. But then there's people that you could trust. Like, again, we're imperfect human beings. There's people that you could trust for 10, 20, 30, 40 years and then they might do something that actually breaks your trust. So I don't think it's, it's, it's as simple as three to five years. And for being fully meta here if you are dating someone in relationship with someone you should be spending the rest of your life fully getting to know them (laughs) if we want to get full deep you know there's always something to learn well that's it we are just unfolding little beings we're multifaceted there's a lot going on things change we're changing we're growing we're learning anyway okay what do you think makes someone like for you what makes someone trustworthy Like I've told them a secret and it's in the vault. I think for me, trustworthy is when someone says they're going to do something and they do it. Oh. They follow through. Is this like chores as well as just like big things? No, I think it's just like (laughs) consistency. So if like someone's like, I'll call you tomorrow Hmm. and then they don't call me, then like... I like you've lost a bit of my trust. Oh no. But then if they're like message if they've messaged and said, Hey, sorry, this came up, I'm still I haven't forgot about you, I'm gonna call you blah blah blah. Okay, because for a second I was like, Oh my god, I have lost so many trust. No! So much trust in different I don't people. Know, but this is what I mean. <laughs> like I think for everyone it's gonna be so different what they're looking for when it comes to trust, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean it's not as straightforward as you think, and that's what Marnie told us. This is really uh, interesting in like what what does trust even mean to someone because I'm sure because trust, if you ask people what their values are in life, a lot of people will say trust but when you operationalise it, it's very different, isn't it? So does trust mean I don't lie to a person or is it just I don't um, do big lies or, you know, what does it actually mean? And it's totally different for everyone and, I, and that's why I keep coming back to words and actions are they aligned? Because that's really important. I think that, and, and that is so different for everyone. Yeah. So that's kind of like what we were saying, right? Like it's so nuanced. People will have different ideas and change their goalposts depending on maybe what the trustworthy behavior is at the time that they're mm. dating someone, what they're looking for. Yeah, 100%. So how the hell do you actually trust people while you're casually dating? Because let's be honest, they're strangers behind a screen. Yeah, if you're on a dating app, I want to talk to the people who are like, 100% give trust from the beginning. I'm like, you're on a dating app. This person could be literally a catfish. What do you mean you're going in 100% trust? Yeah, I mean, obviously they're not giving away like passwords and like asking them for favors. But like what level of trust are you giving to a stranger? I think it's me. I think it's my level of just like, la, 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 this will be fine. I think you just trust that people are good. Like I think they're going to be good. Like they'll show up on time. They might shout me a drink, you know, nice yeah. things like that. Yeah. 
but yeah, it's interesting. Um, we had so many people get in the DMs about this, D. Um, Jackie actually got in touch because she really has her walls up around trust. People are just not honest about what they want from anyone anymore, either sexually or even if they just want an emotional connection. People just seem to tell anyone what they think that they want to hear rather than what they actually mean and what they believe in these days. Yeah, I completely agree with Jackie because you know I be dating. I'm on the apps. I've dated a lot. And you just, how do you know people's intentions from the beginning? Like people aren't clear. Mm. They might tell you that they're looking for a relationship, but they might just be saying that they're looking for a relationship to get with you. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of shit talk as well, you know, and Marnie says with dating, because there are so many rules, like we were talking about before, you kind of need to just negotiate trust and your boundaries from the beginning where possible. I mean, there's so many different rules, isn't there? And there's no one size fits all approach to dating or relationships. And I think it really comes down to the two people or however many people are actually doing it at the same time. uh, And the rules of engagement, I think what it comes down to, because what do we even mean by trust, you know, and what do we mean by lies and not doing the right thing like that's very different isn't it for for everybody so I think as long as we're communicating from the outset of what our expectations are and the other person is actually listening and aligning with that and if you're both in agreement of what the terms of engagement are and then you go on your merry way that's where you can start seeing um, our words and, and behaviors or actions actually aligned here is everyone doing the right thing according to what we actually set out because yeah dating there's different rules isn't there so kind of like what I said before about the what I value in trust is like the words and the actions aligning right mm. it's like are you when you tell me something whatever it is, does it match up with what you're actually saying? Yeah, is this something that you think about like a lot? Maybe you're hearing a conversation and you're like taking little mental notes or? Definitely in dating. Yeah. I'm like if you say that you really love your family, you're obsessed with your family, you're a real family guy, but then I the next couple of months I don't hear anything about you talking about your family. I don't hear about any like dinners or like you're not going out with your nieces and spending time with your family, then like that doesn't align. And kind of like what Marnie was saying in dating, it's like if they're like, oh, you know, I'm only into you, not interested in anyone else. Like I've never felt this way before about someone. Mm. And then you're seeing that they're like out on a date with someone else or DMing someone else or, or liking, liking people's, people's photos, photos or whatever. Yeah. And you're just like, this isn't act like this, these actions aren't matching what you're saying. It's not aligning. Yeah. That's when you're slowly losing my trust. I mean, that's obviously like a huge sign of whether somebody is trustworthy. Going back to that big question, how do you know if someone's trustworthy? Mm-hmm. And D, a lot of people agree with you on this. We had a DM, trust like love is not just a noun, it's also an action, one that we can choose to take. Um, thinking about trust as something that we actively create is very different. When considered this way, it means that in order to have trust flourish, we need to offer trust. Oh. Ooh, so wise. So many incredible, like, actual hot takes on this. Very mm. wise. I feel like what they're trying to say is you have to, in order to be able to trust someone, you have to offer up some vulnerability of yourself, right? Yeah. To see whether or not you trust them. You have to offer trust. I trust you with me opening up and telling you this about my life, hoping that they'll keep that 
personally to themselves, kind of what you said about keeping secrets. Yeah, exactly. If someone does have the respect of like not blabbing and sharing it around, I'm like, yeah, thank you for taking care of my vulnerability. Could be even, I think sometimes yeah, that respect, that's kind of entwined in it, isn't it? Is that, you know, in, in the words that I tell the other person I'm in a relationship with or I'm dating, are they actually keeping that to themselves? Can I trust them? So it's even in terms of like the, the verbal interactions, how you communicate about that person with other people. Other times it's terms of actions, like can I trust this person with my vulnerabilities um, and what are they going to do with that information, you know? So it's not only just actions, it's like the, the information that I'm giving them that I'm pouring out of my soul, what is that person going to do? It? And, and when there's breaking of trust, yeah, there's a breakdown of that, isn't there? And then that's when that vulnerability, people stop being vulnerable with other people and then they go into another relationship and, and they close up because they can't trust that next person because the other person did something harmful with that information. I mean, vulnerability, that is exactly what relationships I feel like are built on. I mean, without it, you can't fully connect with somebody and have like a genuine connection, right? Yeah, but then... By being vulnerable and then having that betrayed, like Marnie said just then, like we've been saying, it can just like, it can really harm you and make you never want to open up again. Like that's just going to perpetuate the rest of your dating life if you don't work through that. Yeah. And so many people got in touch telling us about how they're really struggling with this. And there were so many different reasons. Um, for Mitch, it was infidelity from a past relationship. So we started a relationship. And then uh, when we started, she was like, you know, I just want to let you know, I have cheated on previous partners before. And I was like, you know, I appreciated the honesty of telling me that. And then she was like, but I'm not going to do it to you. It's not going to happen. And I was like, great, awesome. And then within like the first four months of that, she had cheated on me twice. And like at the time, it was something that I didn't really know how to process because it had never happened to me. But it's just kind of, it's thrown me off a bit now. Like it's been a year, but not realizing how distrustful I am of people after that. Like I'm really skeptical now. So like I'll go on dates with people and like, you know, for the first three dates, it might be seeming really, really well, but then all of a sudden I'm just getting a completely different vibe based off of uh, messaging. I'll, I'll overthink the hell out of it and I'll just go, yep, everything, everything bad is happening. Kari also struggles to trust her partner of three years. And for her, it's because of childhood trauma from her past uh, and also just her anxious attachment style. Definitely not something that I can just give straight away. It's really difficult for me just um, I think your attachment style plays a big part in it. So for me, anxious attachment plays a part in, in, in my relationships and childhood experiences. So my dad left when I was quite young and just, I guess, yeah, being, I've always been quite cautious and very um, closed, closed off. And then a shitty relationship really reinforced all of that. And so now to be in a relationship with um, someone who's amazing uh, it's really feels really scary and really dangerous to actually to actually let let someone in. And like Kari for Jackie as well, it's just that really hard lingering hurt that stays in your body and your heart, um, and you just kind of can't move on from. It's hard to go into new relationships and just trust people off the bat when you've had your heart and soul ripped out by someone before. Like it's just super hard to trust that this new person isn't going to do that when someone's done that to you over and over and over again honestly 
can relate to so many of these experiences. Yeah. So how do you overcome this? How can you actually let people in and trust again? Well, Marnie says for new relationships, it's kind of about letting people in little by little. We have to do it bit by bit over time, little, you know, giving of ourselves a little bit over time and seeing what that person does. And that's actually how it's built. It, it almost does have to be earned. I think we all need to, in a perfect world, give the benefit of the doubt. But, yeah, if we've had previous relationships where um, our experience is, hasn't been that, it's going to take, unfortunately, we do carry over stuff unless we've done a tremendous amount of personal development and the work um, in between some relationships where people have broken trust. Yeah, we have to do it over time. It is totally what Marnie is saying. It's like bit by bit, slowly just like drip feeding. Yeah. Moments from your past, being vulnerable mm. and seeing like the trust thing, like seeing that they receive it. It's a kind of fail-safe way to do it, like just to test the waters every now and then. And like we've said many times before in this show, you've got to communicate those feelings. And as hard as it is to have a conversation, it is really important to talk about those triggers. I mean, a lot of people in our DMs were like, these are my triggers. Like, you know them. So let them be known to somebody. If it's if it's going to derail the relationship. I think that self-awareness is really important. So I think, yeah, your conscious brain is saying, this person that I'm with right now, I know I can 100% trust them, but it's my unconscious brain that is giving me that kind of, you know, feeling of dread and making me really um, feel insecure right now. I know that's from the past. So that self-awareness is really important. And I think is actually communicating to the partner that you're with right now and say, hey, you know, this is how I'm feeling right now. This is probably why. Uh, it's not because of you but this is going to take some time so I think owning you know our past experience is really important so that you're you're the person that you're with right now doesn't think it's because of them it's actually your brain just overprotecting you and, and just being honest I need time for this to develop just on that I would like to say that we did get a lot of dms from people saying when it came to trust trust your gut trust your instinct just know if a person's untrustworthy you'll be able to tell you'll like have the insight yourself. I have no gut instinct. So this does not help me at all. <laughs> this is why, okay, this is why I want to talk about the gut thing because I feel like I do. Mm. But for me, it's like hearing Marnie talk about the trigger stuff, it's like I don't know if I trust it because my triggers aren't necessarily a realistic reflection of what I'm experiencing with the person I'm in a relationship with. Yeah, it's like it overrides it. It's like program override, shut it down, not the trigger is going to take priority, right? Yeah, so obviously instinct and your gut feeling is important, but just remember sometimes it might not always be right. Intuition is powerful and um, I think that gut feeling is really, really important. But what you'll find is that it will err on the side of caution more than what the reality is. So, yeah, because it wants to protect, your brain wants to protect you at the end of the day. So sometimes it's going to wave those red flags <laughs> really fast in front of your face. But the person in front of you, it's not waving because of them. It's waving because your brain's remembering something a little bit similar from the past that psychologically harmed you so this is why communication is so important um, in all of this and and just that awareness of you know what happened in that past relationship and breaking it down because otherwise yeah your brain will be fearful sometimes before it needs to be fearful I love that like I mean obviously this show is free but I was like I love that we get free therapy doing this show but then I'm like everyone listening gets free therapy because the show is free yeah because ABC. <laughs> Thanks, ABC. Thank you. Also, a big thing, and we've said this every episode, if you need professional help, 
don't stop yourself from doing that. Go see a psych, a couples therapist, just a therapy on your own. Um, and you heard Kari before, actually. She found talking to somebody completely outside of the situation so helpful. She's really helping me to work through all of this stuff and just, I guess, realise that it's not something that I'm choosing and it's something that um, is, is happening and is as a result, I guess, of all of my experiences wrapped up together. What about partners? So say you're listening to this right now and your partner is someone who has some stuff from their past, they're finding it hard to trust you. What can you do on your end? I just think you need to be open, you know, like you need to be open and actively listen to the partner that you're with. I mean, communication is the foundation of any relationship. And I think, uh, you know, as an adult, we all come with baggage from previous relationships. And I think we need to be able to own that and own everything, all our past experiences with the people that we've had before, the partner that we've had now and um and listen and don't be so defensive if uh your partner is not trusting you like just watch for that because I think yeah our ego gets defensive as though we're doing something wrong but it's not necessarily because of us so a lot of this advice is general but we've kind of been specifically talking about if you are about to get into a new relationship if you're casually dating how do you deal with all these trust issues but mm-hmm. What if you're in a long-term relationship and something happens? Mm-hmm. You've been betrayed, you've been hurt, your trust is broken. Um, what then? So sometimes when trust is broken in a relationship, it is a ch- it doesn't mean that it's totally over. It is a chance to kind of pick apart what actually happened and why it happened and almost it might feel like it's crumbling in in that moment because there's so many emotions attached to um, a a breaking of trust but it's a chance to talk through it and actually rebuild so a lot of relationships that actually have gone through something you know really really difficult and and it, it is a chance to communicate so that it doesn't happen again in the future so it doesn't have to be a breaking away it can be a breaking down to rebuild a relationship with stronger foundations going forward. Do we both have something to say? Yeah, we we, we, we both went, have something to mm. say. What do you have to say? Um, I just think it was really good advice because it's like giving that breathing space to address the mistake and talk through it rather than cutting and running, which I think a lot of people do in this room. Oh, I, that was what I was going to say. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> we both had this light bulb moment, I'm right? I'm like, leave. No, I'm like, when do you know? That's what I want to know. When do you know when to cut and run when is it too far gone how do you know that the trust is still buildable in this relationship and this is you know sometimes why relationships actually you know fall apart and people move on so you know again we're imperfect creatures and sometimes people can't move on so in that case that means that you're you're out of alignment and it is time to kind of call it and that's okay as well like you can't fix every single thing. Um, yeah, and it's, it's it's such a complex conversation. But I think, yeah, it, and there's no one-size-fits-all approach. But I think sometimes, yeah, when you're out of alignment and you can't seem to rebuild, and, yeah, it, sometimes the relationship, you, two people have to actually walk away. As you know, Pip and I say it all the time, we're obsessed with you. Um, basically because we learn so much from you every episode. Mm. Like if you haven't already figured it out, we don't know what we're do- like I don't know what I'm doing. 
I'd be borrowing people's hot takes. I'm like, oh, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. I probably am just as fucked up as most. I'm the most, you know? Like and the fucked up as <laughs> you know? I do. I know. I know. And that's why it's so important um, that you contribute to these because we're just two brains. Like we're two people with two experiences, but you're bringing all your lived experiences. And yeah, we had so many incredible DMs come through that were so wise. And we were like listening to them. Like this one from Matt. In general, you know, my opinion on sort of trust and being open and, and love and stuff like that is that it's an unlimited resource um, and, you know, you can just keep going forward with positivity and if, you know, you get depleted and tired sometimes if stuff doesn't work out, but you just, I don't know, go for a walk, have an ice cream, get back on and go again. You know, you don't have to save it for the right person or a rainy day, just keep going with the positivity. I can't. I know. It kind of reminds me of my mom actually just being like, go outside and have a banana when I'm sad, you know. But, like, in a way more oh impactful God. way. Like, him saying love is infinite. Like, it's, it's never going to run out. It's so beautiful. Oh, I love that. Also, D, this DM actually changed my life. This is from Pete. Once again, you are so wise. Pete says, what you guys are talking about isn't about your partner earning trust. It's about giving yourselves permission to trust. Take your time. <gasps> oh! Wait, Pip, I sent you a TikTok on this the other day. Oh, really? It Remember, must be, like, lost in my DMs. There was um, – I know we send, like, a million to each other every day. <laughs> but, no, there was someone talking about how if you struggle with attachment and trust in relationships, it's actually not about the other person. It's about trusting – like, learning to trust yourself. Okay, let's hear it. Yeah, I get into vulnerability with my therapist, and I'm leaning way more avoidant at this point. And my therapist asked me, what's my issue with vulnerability? And I say, I don't like vulnerability because I don't like how people respond to me sometimes when I'm vulnerable. Like, what if they're hurtful? Words can really hurt or their response can really hurt sometimes. And she said, is it that you don't trust other people to respond well? Or is it that you don't trust yourself to be able to handle it? And I about fell the fuck out of my chair when she said that to me because she said it at just the right fucking moment. And so I've been working on that ever since. Whoa. Right? Whoa. I feel like I just want to watch this video like a few more times to just like fully wrap my head around it because it's so good and it's so interesting how they changed like attachment styles throughout Mm, their life. Fearful avoidant. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think what I take away from it is that whatever life throws at you, you need to trust yourself to be able to handle it. So if there's a partner that you're worried that they're going to cheat on you because you had a past uh, relationship where that happened, Mm. you need to trust yourself that you can handle that even if that does happen you're going to be okay. Because at the at the end of the day, the trust feeling is like you feeling betrayed and, and fucked up and hurt. Mm. So as long as you're like, no, I can handle it. Yeah. I feel like for me, it's like I trust that I will be fine. Yes. Because I've gone through this before and I've come out stronger. Okay. Yes. I've learned from it. Like you will be fine. Yeah. No matter what happens. Trust yourself, babes. <gasps> Stop that right now. Man, so many things to take away from this. And thank you so much to everyone who DM'd us, sent us a voice memo. We love you so much as we cannot express enough. Yeah, and you know we love having a philosophical, existential, real, nuanced debate, conversation. Let's keep doing it. Yeah, I feel like that was what this was. It's not so... So it's black and white, give or earned with trust. It's like there's so much to consider. So, yeah, like Pip said, keep DMing us at Triple J The Hookup and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.